The following presentation is brought to you by KMmedia.pro. Please visit KMmedia.pro for more information. Now stay right where you are as we present. Welcome to Positive Talk Radio, evolving ideas, one conversation at a time. Great guests, dynamic stories and interviews, plus new thoughts on a wide range of topics and concepts. I hope that you'll hang with me, Kevin McDonald, my friends, and of course, you, as together we work to understand why we are all here and what we can do to make our world a better place for all of us to be happy, be kind, and live in peace together. Yep, that's Positive Talk Radio. Positive Talk Radio, I'd like to thank everybody for being here. First of all, I got to check. Did that opening play okay? Yes, it sure did. Oh, good. Because <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> the the gods of uh, the computers are messing with me because it it was breaking up over here. But as long as it was good, that means that it went out good, and so that's good um, <laughs> and stuff. It is great to talk to you. I've been looking forward to meeting you. Oh, I've been looking forward to meeting you, Kevin. Uh, I'm just I'm thrilled that you have this show, by the way, because my husband and I. I just have to say this. Just last week, we were out for dinner somewhere in Alpharetta, Georgia, and the area was beautiful, and everyone was having a great time. It was a diverse crowd, strangers smiling at each other. And we thought, you know what? People need to see more of this. And this is your show is all about kindness and happiness. And I just want to say thank you so much for doing this. You are so mostly welcome because I enjoy <laughs> I enjoy doing it a great deal. It's my passion. Uh, it's my grit, if you will. And that's that's what that's what I do. And uh, by the way, I should set this up properly because you deserve to be set up properly. We're talking with Audra Zimple, and she's out of Georgia. She's intuitive and intuitive life coach, and she works with a good friend that we both know, and, uh, and her name is Allison Roberts, and you're going to be there for the uh, uh, Behind the Power, and you're, you're conducting a, a – um, um, you're having a, a a talk, and then you're doing a breakout room, so which, yes. is, which is awesome. And by the way, I got to go through this because they're here. And uh, Carrie Betts, who was just on the show the other day, says hi. Hi, um, Carrie. And Audrey and John, who's on the other show last week, says hi. Hi, John. And, and Christine says hi. And uh, Karen Thomas uh, says, "Hey, gorgeous." Uh, she must know you personally. Uh, <laughs> she does. Yes. Well, <laughs> she's watching us from the um, um, Atlanta airport. Nice. Wow. You're close to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, fly carefully wherever you're going. Yeah. And and I thank you all for tuning in. It's 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 great fun to have everybody here. And um, I and I I told Audra before we began. It's like you guys are you stick up for one another you 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 believe in one another you work together it's it's just it's it makes my heart warm that there are groups of people out there like you it's just amazing oh that's so nice i i think i was telling you earlier kevin i feel like i won the lottery meeting allison because she's amazing and the community that she has created is just incredible you're exactly right it's so supportive i've never experienced anything quite like it it's uh, it's really a gift 
And each of you have come from a different background. You've come from uh, one of one of you um, was in bed a lot and didn't want to get out of bed. And 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 everybody's life story is a little bit different. So what's yours? <laughs> well, Kevin, I'm glad you asked. So <laughs> I was born at a very young age. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I was born a young white female. Uh, I grew up in Southeast Missouri and, uh, I'm and sorry. <laughs> that's what my, my husband sometimes says that, but he's just kidding. And if you knew the people I grew up with, you would, you would, you would not be sorry. They were, they were great people in Southeast Missouri, but no, just, just so you know, I work for a chicken company out of Arkansas called Simmons and they had a plant in Southeast Missouri. Really? Oh, small world. Yes, indeed. And they also had a feather rendering plant, which if you lived anywhere near it, you would have smelled that thing. Oh, I don't um, think I, I must have not lived near it. I don't recall that. Well, that's, that's, that's good. But it's a, it's a beautiful area. I got it. I got to tell you, except for one itty bitty teeny, two itty bitty teeny weeny things. Oh, okay. Snakes and spiders. Oh, well, I have some of those in my, in my yard here in Georgia. So Another reason why I live in Seattle, Washington. You see that right there? <laughs> well, I grew up in, just to give you a little background, I grew up in Southeast Missouri and I found myself in California. I lived in California for about 20 years and then I've been in Georgia for the past three years. So we moved, we did a big cross country move, but I feel like I've had several lifetimes, you know, different careers and, uh, and I met, Allison at the perfect time when I was just beginning my coaching career again. I had done some coaching before, mostly fitness training, but some mindset coaching. But I was focused. I, I finally got the call that the message was clear. I needed to move to intuitive life coaching as my primary my primary gig. And I love I absolutely love it. Um, but when I met Allison, you know, you really do what is that saying that when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Yep. That is so true. And I've had incredible coaches that I've worked with in the past. I've worked with some incredible therapists before. And, and it just, I was at my next level and ready for Allison. And she's just been just a godsend to me because I feel like we all have our blind spots. I think I think God designed it that way so that we would need each other, you know, to grow. And uh, and so she was there and she's so amazing at helping you see your blind spots and taking you to your next level, which is what I do with my clients as well. And so I just have an incredible mentor in Allison. And she is indeed. Now, in your bio, you were saying that there was a time in your life when you were not doing as well, when there was a little bit of depression in there. And can, yeah. would you like to go into that and describe? Because I believe that we are a sum total of all the experiences that we've had in life. And okay, all of them are by design so that we can become who we really are. Yeah. And we need to have those both good and bad and accept them both good and bad and then move through them to get to who we really are. At least that's that's my thoughts. What are your thoughts? Yes, I, I agree with you. I think we're right in line together on that. And I can see that I had more than one episode of, of deep depression and I can see how it has all worked to help me with 
you know, I can help my clients in a deeper way. Um, just for my specific journey, it all worked out how it was supposed to. I can see that. Um, and, you know, for me, I feel like what breaks my heart is when someone gets stuck in one of their so-called negative experiences because I feel like, you know, God does give us free will and we need to sh- be willing to grow. He can't make us grow. Right. And That's so it breaks- free will. yes, yes. And so it breaks my heart when people get stuck there. And so I'm so grateful that I believe God brought me the perfect teachers to help me along my path. And I'm grateful for that. And just to answer the question about depression, I'm glad you asked that because I do think it's so important to talk about, uh, you know, especially now with the pandemic, so many more people are experiencing depression. And although I think the stigma attached to mental health issues is less, it's still there. And in some communities, it's still, you know, you feel like, oh, gosh, someone's going to think I'm weak if I say that I'm having some mental health struggles. So I'm glad you asked about that. And I'm I'm an open book. Um, the first time I think I probably was dealing with some depression as a child and, and didn't know I lost my dad Um Unfortunately, he took his own life when I was seven years old and and he dealt with mental health issues. And I, you know, I I loved my dad. And that that's another way that everything works together as part of your path. Although I would much prefer to have him here physically. I'd love to hug him. You know, I was so determined to stay in contact with him as a child, because I was really afraid I would forget him, that I spent a lot of time trying to talk to him. And what I actually did without realizing it was uh, tap into an intuitive gift that I have. And I use that with my clients today. And, but so anyway, so I think probably as a child, I had some, and then it really came to a point where I had to get some help when I had graduated from college and was trying to decide what to do with the rest of my life. And I know so many young people are in that situation, right? And I finally got to the point where I just couldn't function. I had been accepted to law school, but I couldn't commit. And just all of this stuff was going on. And I finally had to tell my mom, I think I need help. And you know, God love my mom. I don't blame her for this, but she really didn't want to face it because it scared her to death after what happened to my dad. And again, I think that's what happens a lot. So people don't talk about it or they ignore the signs. Um, So that's when I first had, you know, a big episode of depression. Uh, and, And for me at that time, therapy and medication was crucial. Like it just made all the difference for me. So that was the first, first episode uh, it did happen again um, when I was out in L.A. It does feel like I've had a really long life. I am going to be 50 this year. And as I'm telling this story, it oh, does seem like 50 years long. <laughs> I thank you for calling me a child. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, from my perspective, you're a child. <laughs> um, so anyway, so I had gotten back on track, you know, and um, actually was doing great in LA and was pursuing acting, which is a passion that I had always wanted to pursue. And, and it was great until it wasn't. And then the, you know, the negative voice started going and loops and the depression hit again um, in a big way. And for the first time, I actually really understood at least a little bit is I believe I was understanding how my dad was feeling because I got to that place 
you know, I was walking down the street and there was traffic coming and I had been unable to stop crying for more than 20 minutes for like three days. I just was, the chemicals were off. Everything was just, I wasn't myself. And I actually thought, well, it might be a really good idea just to step in front of the traffic. And that's when I realized, oh my gosh, I've, I've got to get some help. And I think that happens to so many people. And fortunately, I think because I do have that intuitive gift, it never left me, which I think everyone has. Mm-hmm. It, you know, again, it's the willingness to open up to it. But because I had that, I think, you know, I was able to have the presence of mind to reach out and get help. Um, yeah, so well, I'm glad, I'm glad you did. And, you know, a couple of things I just want to mention because you thought about jumping out into traffic mm-hmm. in my storied long career, I was also a bus driver for 12 years and they actually talked about in training, uh, death by suicide. Wow. That there were, there were people that are, then that's why you had to be very careful and watch people intently because there were people who would step in, in front of your bus. With the intention of killing themselves. So it's, you know, but you know what I like about your story? Okay. First of all, you're very attractive. Oh, thank Um, you. You're very smart. Uh, You had got to go to law. You you had an invitation to go to law school. Mm -hmm. You were an actress. There are people out there that that are feeling depressed that would go, good Lord, what does she have to be depressed about? So from the, you op- operate from a unique position because you can then say, no, look, this is what happened to me. And just because I had some good things happen didn't prevent me from the bad things. Right. You know, and so you are in a perfect position to help people, which is why you're doing what you're doing mm-hmm. and why you've had the experiences that you've had, because now you're in a perfect position to help people. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate you saying that. And you bring up a good point, you know, we really don't know what's going on with people, right? We, no. we see the outsides. We don't see the insides. We have no idea. And just to give a little bit of background uh, with what was going on with me, you know, when my dad passed away, that was terrifying. And, you know, one of the things I've really, I knew a little bit about this before, but Allison, working with her has really helped me understand that children make up stories so they can make sense of what's going on around them. And those stories become the truth that they live out of, even if they're totally not based in reality for them, it's their reality. And so I, I believed in that moment when my mom told us what happened to my dad, I immediately felt guilt and shame. I thought Mm -hmm. I wasn't enough. I didn't do enough. And it was my fault. And yeah, that's, that that and that so that started feeling unworthy then trying to hide that i wasn't good enough and trying to be perfect perfect and people pleasing because if everyone was happy then i could feel safe because this world was certainly not safe if my dad could just cease to exist and i imagine it was also just a little bit of not only were you not good enough but but he didn't love me oh yeah that. Like I wasn't worth staying around for. And uh, that, that, as you know, after talking with him through these years, you know that that is absolutely not true. Yes, I know without a doubt he loves me so much. And he is extraordinarily sorry for what he did. Yes, yes, absolutely. And which is why, um, fast forward to the the um, 
uh, conference. I'm I'm really thrilled that you're going to be doing a uh, um, um, a uh, workshop on suicide and suicide prevention and that kind of stuff. And we yes. we talked about it before the show, and I, I'm not going to repeat the story here because it's too long. But but we both you and I have have had suicides in our lives, and I've seen the devastation that it can cause to a family. Oh, and yeah. It's just, it's 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 horrible, and and the reality is that they don't. When you're in the grip of that, which is which is why I'm hopeful that you can help people, and I know you can. When you're in the grip of depression and stuff like that, you just can't see your way out. Mm-mm. No, you can't. You can't. It is so painful, and I know if if people haven't experienced that, it is hard to understand. You know, I think I mentioned in um, my chapter that. I I had trouble getting out of bed and getting dressed and walking down the street. And if you've never experienced that, you might be like, well, you just get up, you get dressed, you walk down the street, <laughs> you know, <laughs> how hard it can it be? And it's just, oh, it's just crazy. The thoughts, like you have all of these negative thoughts on top of each other, on top of each other, on top of each other, and so much pain because, you know, our thoughts create our feelings. So, and you're on this negative loop of negative feelings. And so then you're feeling worthless. And I would have, at my worst, I had a loop that would say, you're worthless, you're a burden on your family. So it's almost like you get into the flip side. You think this is actually best for them. And I truly believe my dad was thinking at the time he was doing what was best for his family when he did what he did, which is so heartbreaking. It really is because he not only does he did he miss out on life, but he missed out on watching you grow up. Yeah. And that that became for him a big deal um, because he recognized far too late that that was an important thing that he wanted. Because right when he went to the other side, all of that crap that he was carrying around with him went away. Right. So then he recognized, oh, shit, what have I done? Yes, yes. And what I want to impress upon people is let's catch these people before they go and say, oh, shit, what have I done before they do it? Exactly. I agree with you 100%. And, you know, one of the things that is also heartbreaking to me is when you see someone, whether they've lost a friend or family member, and they're so angry, which I understand, but I get nervous for the person that's close to them that's actually having some of the thoughts, but they see their reaction and they think, oh, I'm not going to tell her that I'm thinking that. She'll think I'm selfish and be angry at me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the stories we tell ourselves are just, if (laughs) some of them, if you were to actually say them out loud, nobody would believe you. I know. That's so true. It's so true. Because we'll talk to, I was talking to somebody the other day and he said, you know, we'll talk to ourselves unlike we'll talk to anybody else. We would never tell our child what we tell ourselves. We would never tell our significant other. We would never tell anybody, but we sit there in front of a mirror and we tell ourselves all these things. Right. And and that, and, 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 and we believe them. And we believe them. And you know, what's really scary. And we work with this, um, you know, I work with this, with my clients and then Allison's done so much work with us on this that you'll have thoughts and you're not aware of them 
but your mind is aware of them and creates the feeling to go along with it and has you living out of that filter, you know? So even though I may not be aware that I'm calling myself stupid, you know, something in there is very aware of it and starts feeling terrible. And you're thinking, I was having a great day. Why am I feeling terrible now? Well, you don't, sometimes you don't even know you, the thought does not become a conscious thought. It's just a feeling. And yeah. it, it all just kind of works together that way. And, you know, I, I think, well, you, I don't know. You're the coach. Does everybody suffer from depression from time to time? Well, I think everyone feels yeah. sadness from time to time. I think that's human. I, I really do. But I think um, depression, it, the type of depression I had, had a chemical component to it. And so I think not everyone is predisposed to that. Some people are very predisposed to that. And it's important to be vigilant about monitoring your mental health, you know. Um, but I think everyone um, has sadness and gets blue. I have a, I have a, can you coach me for a second? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would love that. Um I had a moment today. I have I have a couple of people I work with. One is uh, her name is Holly, and she is trying to help me do a lot of things with the podcast and the monetize and do all that kind of stuff. Okay, mm -hmm. and so today I wake up and we we're on this thing called Slack where we can communicate back and forth and stuff. And she has gone and done some research on a bunch of different topics. Mm -hmm. One of the things that she did research on and put into Slack was uh, how to improve your interviewing skills. Okay. I have always thought that my interviewing skills were part of my package was one of my best thing. So, yes. so then my, my mother, so Holly was over here with the nine steps to improve this. My mother was over here saying, you know, you're just not good enough. Mm -hmm. And, and, and so, so then my mother talked to Holly and was saying, you're right, Holly, he's not good enough to be able to do this. And so, so it's one of the, it, it is so self-defeating. Isn't yeah. it? Yes. And you know, it, it, it's interesting that you, that brought this particular thing up. I just did a TikTok. <laughs> I made a TikTok. I think it was like my, I don't know, fourth or fifth video ever. Um, but I, but I did this about how to change your state, your emotional state fast. And so the way it applies to this is First, you ask yourself, what am I making this mean? So when you saw that she had researched interviewing skills, which, by the way, I think you're an amazing interviewer. So I, I'm with you. I think that's part of your package. It's fantastic. But when you saw that she did that, you know, what were you making it mean? And you might have been, it sounds like, making it mean, oh, I'm not good enough yet. Or she doesn't think I'm good enough. Is that right? Yeah, that's 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 more along the lines of now. Wait a minute, I get I get compliments all the time, and now you're saying I'm not good. And see, yeah. and then I then I attributed because of the work that I'm doing with people like you and with Allison and stuff like that. I I followed the trail a little bit farther. Yeah, and the trail was my mother had a um, um, and she's passed now, so I can talk badly about her. No. <laughs> um, but my mother had a, uh, and I think a lot of parents do, um, she had a, a habit of even when you did something extraordinarily well, I was a really good athlete and whatever, um, she would say, she would f finish the line of, that was a really good game, but. 
Yeah. And then it would be because she didn't want me to get a big oversized head thinking I was all that in a bag of chips mm -hmm. and that she wanted to keep me. So she would always throw in. And so it got to the point where and I think many of us are like this, got to the point where I disregarded the compliment and accepted the butt. And you probably were waiting for the butt, right? I was. So how do you get the butt out of your head? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> well, I think the short answer is to realize that was about her and not you. Yes. Right. Right. And, and it's interesting, isn't it? Because in her mind, I don't, I don't know her. I didn't know her, but she probably thought she was being loving. Like she didn't, she was protecting you from getting a big head. May, who knows? Maybe something like she had a boyfriend one time that got a big head and ruined his personality. I mean, you just never know. Right. And so she might've thought she was doing you a favor and she didn't realize that that's really not necessary. You can just go with the compliments. <laughs> well, the, the interesting thing is the coaches and stuff that, that I've really been close to, they were positive motivational coaches and not, and they, so they never said, uh, matter of fact, one of my coaches that was in, we were in little league. Uh, I, he was yelling at a kid and the kids start crying. And he said, look, when I start, when I stop yelling at you, that's when you've got to be concerned because then I don't care. Huh. I care and I love you and I want to be you to be the best you can. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to give you coaching advice and tips. <clears throat> and for some reason I was like eight years old and that, that resonated with me. Um, for my whole life, but it's, but when people, so, so now, and I have to, I have to coach, uh, uh, my friend Holly up that, that if, if she wants to watch me crash and burn, just say you do a great job, but right. Exactly. And that's, so, that's such a great point to let people know, okay, this is what's going to create this effect in me. Cause as you get to know yourself more and more with the people that are close to you and you know, they care about the relationship. I think that's a great thing to say, Hey, I want to share this with you, you know, just so you know, this is kind of how my mind works, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and you know, the, until you can um, rationally make sense of it, um, it is a feeling. Mm -hmm. It is, it is not even, so, you know, it's not even a conscious thing. It's just a, oh man, I suck. I hate that. Right. You know? And then so many people don't take the time to, they just think they just leave it there and they don't examine it. Uh, and, you know, with, uh, you, we may have been, some of my, um, my partners with Behind the Power may have already talked about this, but we do a lot of thought models with Allison to get under the thought and the feeling and, and you dig down and get underneath it. So it's so powerful. And then you can choose an, an empowering thought to have instead once you understand what's going on. Then that is a brilliant strategy. Yes. Yes. I yeah. And, you know, with Holly, she, I like to make up, this is the other part of my TikTok video. Um, it's so funny me saying TikTok video. It's so new that I'm even on there. <laughs> I feel like I'm too old to be on there. But anyway, uh, the other part was, you know, asking what else could it have meant? Maybe she sees you, you know, you're already super successful. Maybe she sees you just going to the whole next level, like global, huge explosion in, you know, your viewership. And so that's why she's saying, let's just see if there's anything else that we can add to what you're already doing. You know, she may have meant it in a complimentary way. Oh, she did. Yeah. She, see, and, and, but that's how insidious it is. Yes, yes.
that somebody can say something to you in a real by the way she is now getting educated because she'll be listening to this at one point or another (laughs) (laughs) exactly but that's how insidious our brain works and the stories that we have in our head don't go away and even when you're aware of them and which is why you need a coach you need somebody to be able to pick up the phone and say I'm feeling shitty because everybody says this and then to end to end to work through it with you. Yes, absolutely. You're so right. And again, because we can't see our own blind spots and because, you know, right away, as you told the story, right, right away, I knew Holly didn't mean anything bad about it. I, I knew she meant it in a good way. You know what I mean? But yeah. because it's you, even if you consciously knew she didn't mean anything bad, it still triggered something and related to what your mom used to do. Exactly. And so for, for my entire life, it appears, I'm, I'm, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I'm being psychoanalyzed right here. Um, <laughs> and Audra is helping me psychoanalyze myself. <laughs> this is, I got to tell you, this is, this is more fun than a human should be able to have, but, uh, I'm glad. but, but, but see, that's the thing. My, my entire, um, I've done well. I'll just say that in my life and everything that I've done, I was a, I was a professional. I had, was a manager. I was uh, a national sales manager for another company. I did, I've done a lot of really cool stuff in in my life. I was an actor. I was, and, and, and stuff. And so I've done some really cool stuff for me. Would you explain to me why it is that, that I don't accept compliments but I, as, as gospel, but I do accept negative feedback as gospel? Oh, yes, yes. So that's distorted thinking. So oh, thank you, you. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> I, I'm now the owner of distorted thinking. That's, that's good to know. You are. Yes, because, and you know, we all have uh, all these sorts of distorted thinking. And that one is if 100 people give you a compliment, right, and one person says something negative, you'll focus on the negative. That's what you're saying. Is that right? Oh, yeah. 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 Isn't that crazy? And And a lot of times just being aware of it is huge that like Allison says, that's 90% of the cure. Exactly. I mean, it is so insidious that, uh, for me that, uh, one time I was the, um, my kids, uh, uh, cub scout, uh, um, uh, the the, uh, cub master. Uh-huh. And, and we, when I started being cub master, there were three routine returning kids. When I quit being cub master, there were 75 kids and, uh, and we had, hundreds of parents that would come to the meetings wow. and it was, it was a really big deal. And, and when I, when I gave it up, they gave me a standing ovation. Oh my gosh, that's I awesome. did not accept it as real because I felt like somebody is not going to, th- is thinking something else. It's, it's, it's really insidious. It's, it's, oh, it's terrible. Yes, yes, it is. And, and I'm so glad that you talk about it because I know you have viewers out there, listeners out there saying, I thought I was the only person that did that. You know what I mean? We always think we're the only one that thinks that stuff like that. Um, but that's so interesting. And then probably Allison's talked to you about, you know, we have that part of our brain that tries to keep us really safe and not have any other new experiences. So that's a way that it can keep you really safe. Like you don't want to have a new experience because they were probably, you know, not being honest with their standing ovation, which is I mean, when you say it out loud, it's ridiculous. Like you said, you know, 
<laughs> well, I have to tell you a quick story about Allison, and then hopefully she's listening because I appreciate the heck out of her and what she did. Yeah, uh, she was on my she was on my show, and one of the one of the things that I've always done is I tend. To, uh, do you remember um, Mickey Rooney and uh, um, Shirley Temple? Yes. They would they they would always have these little movies, and something terrible would happen, and then one would say to the other, "Well, you know, we should we need to make some money." Well, I've got some lights, I've got a barn, let's put on a show, and then they would go and they'd put on a show anyway. Um, so that's what I have always done is say, "Come on in, you can join my world. Come on in, and you can help me do this, and we'll do this, and we'll put on a show." It's never worked. It's always turned out badly. And I asked Allison, I said, why does it keep turning out badly? And without missing a beat, she said, because you don't value yourself. Mm. <clears throat> right. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, she I mean, she was and she was spot on. Wow. Wow. Isn't that interesting? Because, you know, going back to that example of you only listen to the one negative thing when there are 100 positive things. What's great is when your self-worth grows and grows and grows, you're more able to look at that one comment and go, is there any truth to that? And either say, maybe I can make a little shift and it doesn't affect your self-worth. Or you actually can say, let me see, is that fit? Nope. They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> that, that's, you know, and, and you can feel confident in that because you, you're solid in your self-worth. Well, you know, and uh, if if you if you lived here, I'd I'd go see you. Oh, thank I, you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do coach virtually, just so any, anyone out there who who needs a coach, I I, I coach through Zoom. Oh, awesome! Yeah. Uh, you know, and and if there's anything the pandemic pandemic. That's actually not bad. It's the, not bad. The pandemic has done is, <laughs> is it has made Zoom more accessible and and the people are used to operating it that would have problems with it before and, so and all that kind of stuff. So it really works. And there's one more one I wanted to I wanted to run by you that uh, I think happens to a lot of people is that um, we tell ourselves story the stories about ourselves that were told to us by a six year old child at the time when we were six years old, mm -hmm. and yet we have accepted it as gospel our entire lives. Why do we do that? Can't we recognize that this was, not only was he a six-year-old idiot, he was an asshole. Right. So why should, I, why should I take on his story for my entire life? Well, and that's another, I mean, just Allison, I feel like we should play a game every time we say her name. <laughs> she's, just, she's got the best stuff, right? It's so you could play a drinking game. That would yeah. be fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, she has taught us so much about, and again, I knew a little bit about this before, but she took it to the next level for me of going back and talking to your six-year-old and being the loving parent and guide to that six-year-old and saying, you know, okay, I'm so sorry that kid said that to you. He did not know what he was talking about. And, you know, to just really take the time because again, like I said earlier, we make up stories to make sense of our world when we're a child and we don't have, we don't have the tools to know what's really going on. So we just make it up to the best of our ability. And if we don't go back and correct the interpretations and a loving healing way for that child. We just live them out in our adult life. And they can have unbelievable consequences later oh on. Oh my life. gosh. Yes. Oh, they can. They can. Like my seven year old self, you know, made up all those rules. I have to please everyone 
I can't ever let anyone know when I, I don't want to do what they're saying I should do. Can you imagine all the problems that come from that mindset? And what I found too, was even with doing so much work on myself for a long time, if I would get stressed, the seven-year-old started running the show again. Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, and at least at this point you recognize it. Yes. Yes. And that's why I'm so passionate about helping other people recognize it. It's vital. Mm -hmm. um, everybody, I, I'm the more that I'm, the, you know, it's it's interesting. I've been running commercials for Allison on uh, KKNW in Seattle, and I may have another coach on. And uh, and uh, after I run it, I'll say, um, and you bet you're wondering why I'm running a commercial for another coach when I've got a coach right here. It's because there are 8 billion people on the planet and everybody needs one of us, one of you. Yes. yes. And there aren't enough to go around. I agree 100%. I really do. And if you want to, you know, you can go to a psychiatrist for 350 bucks an hour or whatever it is. But a lot of times all it takes is, you know, the other thing that you do that, that some psych psychology and what, working with Allison is you get groups of people together. Groups mm -hmm. of like-minded people that are all interested in the same thing. It is dynamic what you guys can do for each other. Oh, yes, totally. The energy of, you know, it's, it's greater than the parts, right? When you get people that are really intent on healing, it's remarkable. And that's why being at Behind the Power Live is just a phenomenal experience. One of the reasons it is. Explain, shall we go over that in case somebody is not familiar with that and is listening to this now or in the future, uh, before October 19th, 2022, but you can always then wait to 23 because there's going to be another one in 23 as, as well. But if, if it's, if this, if you're listening to this before October 19th, 2022, you can go to beyond the, behind the power and yes. that's going to be in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. And you can go to allisonroberts.com and get the information you need for that. And then you can sign up for it. Uh, they're they're going to be in a four-star or five-star hotel, which, by the way, has a pool on the roof. Oh, my gosh. Do you know? I didn't even know that. Thank you, Kevin. Now I'm more, even more excited. I didn't even know that. You're going to have to bring your suit because they're, 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 yeah, and it's Atlanta in October, so it's still warm. Yes, yes. And so you, so you can have a panoramic view of the city and sunbathe at the same time. Ah, see, that's perfect. And yeah, the, it's, uh, I am so honored to be part of it. I was part of it last year and it was just incredible. And it's going to be even better this year. Uh, the amount of healing that's going to happen, it just makes my heart happy because I just feel like the world needs it so much right now. So, so much. You think? <laughs> Maybe a little. Yeah. Yeah. We have got more, more. I I mean, I'm a little older than you. I've been around 65 years. I have never seen a time when it, when there is such a life changing cataclysmic things going on from, from mass shootings to the Supreme court to what's his name. I forget his name. It starts with a T. Anyway, um, you know, other other issues that we are all facing and we've got um, uh, issues that we need to fix within ourselves before we can address anything with anyone else. Yes. And that's why yes. it's really cool what you're doing. And, 
And I think that, uh, I think that's, I have on my website, I have um, pink pages. You can go to my uh, a page in my website to download pink pages, which are just intuitive uh, little messages that I have. But one of them is about one of the most loving things you can do for the planet is to heal yourself, to, to be willing to heal. And I think, can you imagine the energy if everyone just ups their healing game for themselves, what an effect that will have on the planet. Absolutely. And my, my other, my other brave big one is that we have to understand and get together and we have to expand our tribe to include everybody. Yes. Uh, because we are all one. We're all come from the same place. We all are made up of the same stuff with minor itty bitty teeny weeny differences in which we should celebrate those differences as well. And uh, if, if we recognize and if we believed that we were all one people together, we could solve a lot of problems together. Speaking of which, it's going to be 95 in Seattle today, and there's no such thing as global warming. <laughs> so so um, it, it is awesome. Talk. Now, I wanted, to, I wanted to mention with you, your, uh, you, you're an intuitive life coach. How do you use your intuition when you're coaching? Oh, okay. Great question. So the way my gift works is, you know, I have coaching certifications and I use a lot of traditional coaching things, but what happens in the coaching, I do one-on-one privates and something will come to me and I don't even, I'm, I'm amazed that it comes through and it's incredibly helpful to my client. And I actually think, wow, where did that come from? I mean, I know where it came from, but that's the feeling you get. Like I wasn't expecting that, you know? And so that's how I tap into my intuition during my coaching. And, uh, and I'm so grateful for it. It's like a, a privilege for me to be able to witness what comes through and is helpful and healing to my client. And now, do you uh, like um, ever talk to those guys on the other side, kind of thing? Ever... Well, I'm, my gift's a little bit different. Um, I, I'm Christian, and so I do feel like mine is the Holy Spirit, um, as mm -hmm. well as some, you know, love, maybe loving loved ones, um, possibly. But generally, that's it's just a very loving message that seems right on, right on time. And and I just I just want to be clear that uh, um, being Christian does not disqualify you from being uh, getting messages from the Holy Spirit. Oh, correct. Yes, from, I agree with you. Totally, totally. And, and yeah. it's what's in your heart. Yeah. And if you are all inclusive and want to help everybody on the planet and you want to do what Jesus would do, uh, that's a wholly different thing than uh, not eating meat on Fridays during Lent because it's a rule. <clears throat> It's, right, right. you know, you know what I'm saying? So, yes, yes. I, and yeah, I have um, clients that are Christian. I have clients that are not Christian. That makes no difference to me. Nope. I just like to be upfront about my beliefs, you know, just so, and, and for me, that's the way my gift works, you know? And it, it fits within your structure of how you're working your coaching business. And that is perfectly okay. And the people, people or person or, you know, the Holy Spirit on the other side, they don't care either. In, right. in my humble opinion, they want they want you to be the best that, best coach that you can be so that they can bring people to you who can get healed by you or not right. by you by themselves, but with your help. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I'm a guide. And uh, and I feel and isn't it great that like if someone's watching this and they're drawn to 
call me. There's a reason. And, you know, and there's a reason people are drawn to, you know, call you and want to connect with you. I just love that because it's all by design. You pay attention to your heart and you'll see the path forward. You would not believe how many times I'll have somebody like you or Allison on the radio show uh, that I do on KKNW. And somebody will call and they will say, I was just surfing the dial and I found your show and found this content content, and it's exactly what I needed today. That's so great. I love that. And it's, it's, and it's like, well, I had nothing to do with it. Alice had nothing to do with it. Somebody else orchestrated that, but they did it for a reason. Yes. And yes. That's why I do what I do. Is, uh. is, is, and I, I can't, I, I, it's, it's, I'm stuck. I'm a little, I'm, I'm a little addicted to it now, I'm afraid. <laughs> well, I can see why it's wonderful. I, I, like I said at the very beginning, I'm so glad that you do the show. You put so much light into the world. I'm, I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying. Goodness knows I'm trying. Uh, it's, it. it's, it's hard, you know, when, um, and there's a lot of people that would say, oh, yeah, positive talk. No, the, see, now there's that, that negative voice in my head again. Right. So you got to. So I want you to come over here and slap me upside the head every time that I think something like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd appreciate well, that. And, uh, you know, it's so true that because you you have self-worth, but maybe not. Maybe it's like your area. I always like to say area of opportunity. Like, oh, that's my next level up. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so I'm I'm working with something called authentic grit, which what that is, is to live your life as powerfully and as as spot on, as honestly with integrity and and uh, kindness and take care of everybody to the best of your ability. Every moment of every day that you're walking the planet. I love that. I just got chills. Oh, see. Yeah. Good stuff. Now I feel good about it. Now I feel good about myself again. But, <laughs> by the way, we've, we've been talking with Audra Zimple. She <laughs> is, <laughs> you have to understand, I'm, I'm dyslexic when it comes to names. I don't know why, uh, especially, especially last names. But she's a, an intuitive life coach. She's out of um, um, Georgia, but she can do things digitally and virtually and be on Zoom anywhere in the world. So, Look her up. Can we have your information, please? Sure. It's audrazimple.com. So that's A-U-D-R-A-Z-I-M-P-E-L.com. It's a beautiful website, by the way. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And and it means something because you've got lots of information there and lots of stuff. Don't you have something free on your website or what? What, what is that? Yes, the the pink pages that with the intuitive ah. messages. Um, yes, that's free on my website. And I also offer, if anyone is interested, I do a twenty minute complimentary call, and uh, if someone is interested in checking out the coaching program. And you do a bunch of different coaching programs and you even, and I really like the, 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 the you even have one. If somebody is, is a uh, fundamentalist Christian, like as an example, my mother is was, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, that she could feel comfortable coming to you because of the type of work that you do. Yes, and, absolutely. And so, and that's, that's why there are lots of different coaches who have occupy lots of different niches and you just need to interview them and find the right one. 
Right. And so you would be a good fit for her if she were still around, although she didn't think she, well, never mind. Um, so, <laughs> so I, I really want to thank you for being here. And I want to give you the opportunity right now to tell our audience anything that you would like them to know, the people that are listening now and those that are going to be listening in the future, because this is going to be up forever. Okay. You know, I just feel on my heart to say, if you are someone who is dealing with depression or you just feel stuck and you feel like you've lost some access to your joy, or if joy kind of just feels foreign to you right now, please, please, please give yourself the gift of working on yourself for healing. You're so worth it. You're so worth it. And it gets so much better. I was in that really, really dark place. And if I had not gotten help, I would have missed out on an amazing husband and two beautiful children. And I just, I'm, I can't even get my head around missing what I would have missed, you know? So that's my message. So just, you're worth it. Get, get the help that you need because you are so worth it and the world needs your light. And she is going to be at the Behind the Power uh, conference that is happening October 19th through the 21st, 2022. Go to allisonroberts.com, get the information you need so that you can go. And I think that it would be a really, I, I wish I could go this year, quite honestly. I, I wish think, you could too. I think it would be, it would be just a wonderful time. And, and by the way, it's a three-day deal. They, they feed you breakfast. They feed you lunch. So you're there all day. And, and because if, and even if you were local, I would advise you to book a hotel room yes. because there's going to be a ton of stuff that's going to happen at night uh, around small tables in, in, conver in, in conversation with different people. Yes. Yes. With, who's that? I'm so sorry. That's my dog. Well, I got that part. <laughs> yeah, really, Audra? Is that a dog? That's a, my Australian Shepherd, Bindi. Um, and I believe you had a dog that was part Australian Shepherd. Is that correct? Uh, my, wow, you have been paying attention. Mm -hmm. the, the best dog of my life was an Australian Shepherd Labrador mix. And they're they're smart, they're fast, they're 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 funny, and uh, and, and Australia, I love Australian shepherds. They're Me just... too. She's a blessing. We love her so much, but she's very loud. <laughs> well, she well, she's protecting you. Yeah. Like, yes. You know, she wants to make sure everybody's safe, and, and yes. that's. Have you given her a job? Um, yes, she wakes up the boys. Um, she goes tell and tells them when it's dinner time, that sort of thing. Oh, good. Yes. Well. And that's that's good that you've given her a job because my son had a um a, or a border collie mm -hmm. that they didn't know that they were supposed to give him a job, so she picked one, and it wasn't a good job. Oh, um, oh no! What was it? Eating the carpet, eating, oh. the, eating, <laughs> eating the couch, uh, nipping on the child, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> so they had to give her back because they were not. They, they were not qualified to because uh, those dogs, you have to really work with them. Oh, yes. Yes. We, we definitely got training and, and spent so much time with her. And I'm so glad she did go through a small phase of eating the woodwork and my husband's a woodworker. So that was a that was problematic, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was a short phase. <laughs> I'm sure he made sure that she wasn't going to do that anymore. Yes. He was like, OK, we've got to address this. <laughs> 
Well, uh, your your husband is must be a magnificent man to have you for a wife, and your, your your children are very lucky to have you for a mother, and your dog is as a mother as well. So, thank um, you. That's so nice of you to say. Thank you. I don't lie, so I only I try really hard to tell the truth, and so. <laughs> But your website one more time, my dear. AudraZimple.com. And you have yourself a wonderful day, and I thank you so much for doing this. And I thank everybody that's been listening. You you guys are you guys are wonderful support for each other, and and uh, uh, I think it's just remarkable. And oh. and uh, I thank you all. Thank you so much. You made this so fun, and I really enjoyed it, Kevin. And I really wish you could be there, but maybe next year for Behind the Power. Next year for sure. Okay. Next year for sure. But if you wait right there, I'll be right the back. Okay. <laughs> hey, thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end. Please give us a like and subscribe to this channel. This has been a production of PositiveTalkRadio.net. Please visit our website, oddly named PositiveTalkRadio.net, for more details about us and our mission, which is to provide great positive programming designed to inspire us all. I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf of our entire team, remember, be kind to one another because each other's all we got.